Hello friends, what is happening and welcome back to the Multiverse Podcast episode 18 for February 5th, your weekly entertainment show covering movies, TV, video games, comics and everything in between. On this week's Beyond the Multiverse Podcast, we take a look at some of our favourite movie trilogies of all time. I'm your host, Matt Titan Hussein. My co-host is the microphone champion, Mio, and welcome to episode 18. Mio, good morning. How are you doing? What's before, up? Before we start, sorry, before we start, I want to dedicate this podcast to little Ezra himself. The little flash, congrats to your brother and his missus. Yeah, he's a cute, he's a cute kid. He's a little cute. Uh, congrats cutie. on the birth of their Oh, son. thank you. Thank you. Uh, so this podcast is to little flash himself. I'm just going to call him flash. Like, Yeah, I, me too. I only know two Ezra's, him and Ezra Miller. And that's close to the only two. So congrats to, to both of them. I bet you're excited now. Yeah, uncle. Yeah, it's first time being an uncle. Um, Second time? Yeah. Second time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Do you have any nephews, by the way, other uh, than Ezra? Uh, uh, yeah, back, back home, not here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we've got, obviously, the little one and thing. But, uh, yeah, you. so you, you're an uncle now for the second time, kind of my little one. But besides that, it's, mate, it's going to be an experience. Believe me, like, I see it with my brothers and, and stuff and how they treat my little one. It's, mate, it's incredible, so... Mm-hmm. Congrats to you as well, man. Yeah, but you better show him the way. It's I gotta make him. Mm, I'll, when do you think would be a good time to watch the Mandalorian from? Oh, I don't know. I'm waiting for the little one to grow up slightly because I want what I want her to watch the the Dark Knight with me. Oh. <laughs> I've still, I've still mm-hmm. got a sealed box set. Yeah, I'm just waiting. The thing is with her, she doesn't doesn't sit down. She just wants to keep. She's active, so. I can't sit down and watch anything with her unless it's first thing in the morning. We've done that a few times. We've watched uh, some Batman animated movie, uh, cartoons. And it's pretty cool. But uh, in terms of Ezra, I don't know, man. It's, it's, you're never too young to chuck on the Mandalorian in the background. <laughs> yeah, maybe like five or six. We'll see. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's too soon at the moment. Uh, should we talk, talk trilogies or do you want, is there anything you want to talk before uh, before we start this podcast? What, what are your did, predictions did you wanna... for? Do you want to talk about that Fast and Furious trailer? Uh, should we? Yeah, let's talk about it. But before we talk okay. about that, what's your predictions for uh, Super Bowl tonight? I want the 49ers. I think, I think personally, the 49ers. Mm-hmm. But I have a sneaky feeling Chiefs might sneak it. I don't know why. I, have, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think... It's, like uh, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, it uh, starts here at 10. Well, I think the game... No, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't stay up. Nah, but I, the thing is, I've stayed up before for Super Bowl games, but it's just a halftime uh, show that, that dragged on for a bit. And I, I don't mm-hmm. know how I'll say how I'm feeling. But um, yeah, let's talk about yeah, the fast... Isn't, this year's halftime isn't supposed to be too good. It's Jennifer nah, Lopez. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care. Let's talk about uh, the Fast of Years trailer quickly. Yeah. Uh, where do you want to start with that? I don't even know where to start with that. Uh, um, that... That franchise should have finished on uh, on Fast Five, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, long- maybe, maybe Fast Seven because that's the you know Paul Walker is and he gets the tribute. Oh at the yeah, end. yeah, 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 yeah. He does, doesn't he? Maybe that. Uh, but Fast Five was like, yeah. Why did I say Fast Five? Oh, anyways. Um, but as long as the money keeps coming in, they're obviously going to milk it, aren't they? So. Mm-hmm. But that trailer was absolutely over the top. It was just ridiculous. Uh, I don't, I, honestly, I have no idea where to begin. I'm just like lost for words. Like I was watching it. And first of all, uh, where's his brother been for eight movies? Exactly. That's, that's what I want to know. 
and he doesn't even look like him. How does no. John Cena look like Vin Diesel? Like John Cena is a handsome guy, and he's just like there with Vin. The thing is, Vin Diesel over eight movies doesn't look like he's aged. John Cena's white, I think, and yeah. Vin Diesel's. I don't know what Vin Diesel is. Is is Vin Diesel not the kind of like Hispanic slightly? I thought he was a Hispanic. How are they related? Yeah, that's just, I, I I don't get. It. But yeah, that that trailer was just like OTT. It was just mate, like John Cena stopped a a flying car with his bare hands and they like uh, oh my god I don't know what they were doing they were just like who who wants to ride on the zip line across a, a mountain <laughs> oh, mate that was ridiculous like that was and that when was... that plane came in to pick up the John Cena's car using magnets and then things like oh they've got magnets and he when these was like I don't know what he says but he just presses the the NOS button and he just goes flying over this mountain. Oh, mate, it was just ridiculous. It was, there were so many moments in that movie. I was like, and he's saving his girlfriend again. Uh, I don't know if you caught on to that. Uh, yeah, I saw that. She's falling, so he's saving her. And then you've got Han back, and then you've also got the white guy. How, is, how is Han alive? I don't know. I think as I said this to you. And like, if he was alive, why was he not in the past two, three movies? Doctor Strange messed up the timeline when they took the exactly. stone, didn't they? And uh, the white guy from uh, Too Fast Too Furious was in it. There was a clip of him in the trailer. So it was like a blink and, and you miss it moment. Um, what white guy? The white guy from Too Fast Too, uh, from Tokyo Drift, sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah he, he, he was in it. Uh, oh. But that, tra- mate, that trailer was just over the top. It was literally, it's just becoming stupid now. And uh, there's a fan theory out there, okay, that predicts that the 10th movie is going to be like an epic crossover like the Captain America Civil War. So basically, I'm just going to read this. All, all roads lead to Civil War and Fast and Furious 10, according to one fan's prediction for the 10th and final movie in the mainline Fast Saga. So the theory is, let me see what it is, is Fast 10 is centered on Han seeking revenge on Shaw, who was revealed to be responsible for Han's apparent death, uh, retconning Han's death in a car crash in, in the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. A, po- a post-credit scene in Fast and Furious 6 depicted uh, Shaw's targeting Han as part of a vendetta against Toretto and the crew for nearly killing their younger brother Owen Shaw. Okay, so because Deckard saved Toronto, this way it just gets all crazy. Because Deckard saved uh, Toretto's son Brian from cyber terrorist Cypher in the fate of the Furious before teaming with Hobbs to thwart the plans of the Brixton Law. When say basically this is Idris Alba when saving the world in Hobbs and Shaw, Hobbs would vouch for Deckard, a decorated former British military officer who regrets his villainy field past. But Dom, who already allowed the elder Shaw brother to sit down with the extended family for dinner at the close of the Fate of Furious, shows gratitude for the safe return of his young son, would side with the familiar, causing a rift between the Toretta and Hobbs camp. So basically, it's Toretta and Hobbs <laughs> in Fast Ten. Civil War style. That Marvel. doesn't sound. That doesn't sound bad. Marvel esque, uh, because there's there, there has to be a reason why they included the Hobbs and Shaw, let's say spin off. Mm-hmm. It has to be a reason. But uh, I thought I thought I thought it was just because of money. One, that's mm-hmm. that's always the case. But two, it, I don't know if they if they're gonna go down that route where they actually uh, bring it in all together. That that's pretty clever. Like I I didn't see it coming. Uh, and that'd be pretty interesting to see. But that movie was just, mate. That that trailer was forgettable. I I can't remember. Like, man, it was just stupid. It in the just... yeah, in the trailer, Charlize Theron's like talking about John Cena, and she's like, 
you you want to be as strong as him, as fast as him, as you know, as yeah, yeah. smart as him. I'm like, when did Vin Diesel become a super soldier? Yeah, exactly. Like, did I miss his origin story movie where he's like, you know, like Black Widow or something? He's basically uh, the Captain America, you know, the super soldier. He's uh, just a street racer. Like, when when is he like, as you know, Captain Captain? Yeah, it's just Captain. it's just it's just stupid. It's just I like. I really enjoyed Fast Five because I thought that was a yes, it was slightly over the top, but I thought that was kind of one of the most grounded uh, Fast and Furious movies. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, okay, the story is believable. I love the setting. That's the one in Brazil, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was that was really really good. And then it just I don't know what happened. I think they they grounded it slightly on Fast Seven because of Paul Walker's death. And then, in between, it's just like it's just been a shit show. And I personally enjoyed the first few, like Fast One, Two, and Three. Uh, Tokyo Drift I enjoyed they were all about street racing you know I like, mm-hmm. I completely understand they've had to kind of adjust the movie based on modern times like I I don't believe street racing movies are a big thing now as remember it was back in the time when Need for Speed Underground was popular Midnight Club was popular people wanted to kill out their cars that people would buy um, tuning magazines just regarding their cars it was massive it was popular but now it's I understand all that now it's all kind of catering to a new audience um, or a modern audience for for that sense, but um, yeah, it's, it just looks stupid. I, I personally, I don't think I'm gonna. I don't know. Do I watch this on day one? I don't know. I, I really don't. It's like I still need to watch Fast Eight. Oh mate, that was stupid. I think what which one was it? Fast. Oh, That's I have the one I, with the submarine. Is that the one? Are you sure? Because yeah. I feel like I've missed one. Okay, yeah, Fast Eight. I, I think that is the one with the submarine. I watched that back home when I went over during the Easter holidays a few years back. And that's the one where Vin Diesel like survives a nuclear uh, missile from a sub, and I was just like, "Yeah, mate." It was, I knew from that moment this this uh, franchise is going downhill. But let's move on. Let's talk about trilogies. Let's talk about something um, worthwhile for a change. Um, if we want to talk trilogies, the first uh, three movies from the Fast franchise were pretty decent, but they've gone pretty downhill from there. Um, yeah, so. On this podcast, we're just going to talk movie, our favorite movie trilogies. We've got quite a few. Uh, even if a movie, let's say, continues on and has gone on to make a fourth or a fifth in modern times, it'll still include uh, like the original trilogy. That's absolutely fine. Uh, Mia, do you want to start or should I start? Um, you can start. How many do you have? Because uh, I, I just have five. Yeah, I've just got I've got my main list of five, and I've just got some honorable mentions that I just wanted to talk about because I thought they did something uh, okay good for uh, for that particular time uh and while we're talking i had two pop up in my head i can't believe i didn't talk about one one of them uh i'll just throw out some random ones the first one i want to talk about is and this is the one that just popped up in my head is john wick i can't believe i don't have oh, that yeah. on my list i forgot that's a trilogy it's yeah. so recent yeah exactly i completely forgot about that um yeah let's talk about john wick i know we're both big 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 fans of the regarding the trilogy the new john mm-hmm. wick 4 is supposed to be dropping in not this year next year um, but I love this franchise, man. I recently upgraded my my Blu-ray uh, collection to the 4K version. Mm-hmm. And I rewatched How those. I haven't I haven't started them yet. It's still sealed. Okay. Kind of, I have tendency to just buy stuff and just never touch them. But um, I'm gonna start. I'm definitely gonna start that again. But I love this franchise. I think this is that kind of one. Uh, uh, Keanu Reeves is kind of best movies since I believe The Matrix. That's what I want to say. Uh, really enjoyed everything about it, the choreography, the fighting scenes, the cinematography. 
Uh, That's about to say you didn't like um, 47 Ronin. No, no, I haven't watched that. I painted that shit. It's okay. Really? It's okay. okay. I'm a big Keanu Reeves fan, you know, but uh, like, I don't want to watch shit movies. He he dropped another movie recently. I can't remember what it was, but it was so bad. What movie was it? I can't remember what it was. It was, I think it was a sci-fi movie, if if I'm not mistaken. I saw somebody post it on Instagram a few, few weeks ago. And it's probably his worst movie. Um, I'll, I'll find out in a bit. Uh, but yeah, John Wick, I loved everything about it. The story is a bit OTT, but I love the, the world building, the environment, the setting. Uh, I love the fact that everybody's in on this kind of, um, on this hitman situation. Uh, it's great, man. It's, I don't think there's anything bad about this movie. And what I'm going to try and do when I talk about my trilogy is kind of pick out the weakest one. Out the out the three, but with this one, it's quite hard, man. Yeah, because like, you can argue each each one of them are the best one. Yeah, because that's what makes a good trilogy. Yeah, exactly. They got better and better and better as uh, as they went along, and uh, it's for me, it's hard to pick out a weakest one. If I wanted to pick out a weak one, ooh, I I don't think number three is the weakest. I think that's pop, in my opinion, probably the strongest one. I, I really enjoyed that. I know you don't like the ending that much. Uh, we've talked about it before. I, I don't I, like that he becomes, you know, like invid. Uh, see, we we keep going back and forth. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Uh, I don't know, man. Mia, what what would your weakest one be out of the, out of the trilogy? Like for me, it's really hard. I, it's definitely gonna be between one and two. I have a feeling you're gonna say three. Okay, um, weakest one is probably the third one. I knew you were gonna say that because I, you know, like him falling off a building and him surviving, it kind of breaks a movie. It kind of like makes him like a superhero. So you don't, there's no like stakes. You're not like worried when he's in a gunfight anymore because you know he's, he's Superman. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I can see your point. That's, that's a valid point. For me, I, I, really, I really still can't uh, point out which one probably is the weakest for me. Uh, but I completely agree with you. Like him falling off a building. I, I loved all that. You know, I love the whole kind of lead up to it. But I do understand your point. Like he isn't, he isn't a superhero. He's based... He's, he's just got a skill set, a really, really strong skill set. Mm-hmm. And that's what really drives on the movie. So for him to just fall off a building, like a really tall building, I don't know how many floors that building was. It was, it was pretty tall. Yeah. And for, for him, but in defense of that, he, his fall did break on the way down about two or three times. So that's my defense of John Wick. Uh, but I don't know, man. I think the first one was amazing. I think for me, if I was going to pick the weakest one, there'd probably be two i don't know man i don't know but loved everything about this trilogy amazing like i can't wait for the fourth one i think keanu reeves now is just becoming like this um pop culture sensation at the moment he, mm-hmm. he just can't do anything wrong the movie that i was thinking thinking about was replicas i don't know if you've heard about it that, no, recent, I don't yeah, know what that, is. that was a keanu reeves movie and that was like one of the worst movies ever apparently so uh, but i'm still a big fan uh, for me, John Wick trilogy is incredible, and I can't. So, do you want to? Okay, so I have an argument why it shouldn't be um, on your list of trilogies. Oh, it's just, I have, it's not in my top five. It's just, okay, but what, um, yeah, go on. So, so most trilogies, most I think trilogies should end, and they should end. They should conclude. Yeah. You know, the story should wrap. Okay, this one kind of sets up for the fourth one, so it's not like you know, like it's a trilogy, but yeah. it doesn't. 
Fair enough. It doesn't really wrap up, so that's my kind of argument against no, it. No, I, I completely agree. And that's why I've tried with my top five to keep, keep it that way. There's probably just one in my top five where it doesn't wrap up. And unfortunately, that's what's going on and just ruined um, that particular franchise. But no, I completely Ooh. agree. That's why I, I think I completely forgot about it. And I'll just put it down as a, an honorable mention once we conclude the podcast. But yeah, completely agree. Okay. Uh, let's do one on your list. Okay, I'm going to start off strong. Um, the best animated trilogy of all time, Toy Story trilogy. Oh, okay. I know, I know it's still but, going, but... Mate, you, come on. What? <laughs> you just said, don't, uh, don't select movies that are continuing. We've got a Toy oh, Story 4. Well, the first, the first three wrap okay. up. Okay. No. To- Toy Story 4 actually is uh, dropping on Disney+. Plus. It's okay. It's, it's so. like an epilogue. Yeah. It, it, has, it has nothing to do with the first three. Okay, fair enough. But... um. You know, name like three animated movies that are as good in quality, as good in storytelling, as good in feelings, really, yeah, as exactly. Toy Stories 1 through 3. Exactly. You can't. No, it's quite hard. It's really like, quite hard to do so. Yeah, like if you think about animated movies, there's a lot of good animated movies, especially from Disney, but there's never good animated sequels, you know. Yep. And then, like, like he was trash. Disney don't really do like um, trilogies. Like, uh, obviously, you've got. Cars, Cars one Cars two, yeah, yeah. Cars two was awful, uh, but they don't really dive in and make trilogies. I think Toy Story. Mm-hmm. I think because of the reception, especially was... especially Pixar. Pixar never makes sequels. Yeah, and exactly. When it does they're pretty bad. Yeah, they did Monsters Monsters Inc. one, and then they did uh, Monsters, Monsters University University. That but okay. that that's not really a tri- like obviously it's not part of a trilogy. Uh, it was okay, and uh, yeah, no, you're right. Pixar don't really do. Uh, trilogies but Toy Story 4 is, uh, sorry Toy Story the, the trilogy is really is probably one of the best yeah and personally I think 3 is the best I don't know really? about you uh, I'm just trying to think 1, 2 I don't know I can't remember what I rated them on my letterbox what was 3 about again I think three is, when um, he's growing up and Andy, he's leaving and he going to college oh uh, yeah 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 Yeah, no it was yeah no no I think I have to agree I think um, the conclusion to that as well was kind of yeah, it was. It was. It all ended. The kid growing up. Yeah, no, I, I love that. Did that not have that crazy white guy in it? With that big Which one? Te- teddy bear, the one when they. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. You know, wait, wait, before we talk, continue talking. You know what movie I, I want again? I don't know why it just popped up in my head. Have you seen Sausage Pie? Yeah, oh, don't wait. talk about sausage. I want another one of those. No. Just, what are you thoughts on? It, it's just a random thought. That, I don't What's know why it popped up in my head. But yeah, yeah it continues. I, <laughs> I was like, I was, I was enjoying that movie. Then the ending was just like, like I, the ending was absurd. I need, I need another one of those movies. But the ending when they're just having like a giant orgy is like absurd. <laughs> like, that movie was I, I saw that movie. I saw that movie in theaters and every in the theater was like disgusted. <laughs> When I first saw it, you should have um, seen the look on their faces. I remember when I first saw the trailer. There's kids in that theater too. I really thought, I when I first saw the trailer, I thought, okay, this is going to be like one of those, you know, kid-friendly uh, movies. And then they just dropped an f bomb in, in, in the trailer. I was like, what? And then they just like, oh my god. And it, no, I loved everything about it. I loved the was it, which who was the which which nation was the gay one? Was it the it was the Arab and the Jew, wasn't it? Yeah, they played off that. Yeah, that was quite funny. The, um, the, the Peter and the yeah. 
something. Yeah, that was quite funny. But no, let's get back uh, on track. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, no, I agree with you. Toy Story 1, 2, and 3 were incredible. I think Toy Story 3 is the best one out of the, out of the trilogy. I haven't mm-hmm. seen 4. Have you seen 4? Yeah, I've seen 4. Okay, I'm just waiting it's for nice. it. To- I'm waiting for it to drop on Disney Plus. It was supposed to, it's supposed to drop uh, this month on Disney Plus. Um, I haven't decided if I want to buy it on Blu-ray yet, but my missus is a big like anime fan, Disney fan, whatever. So I should probably pick it up. Um, also, Toy Story, a revolutionary movie. You know, it's one of the first, if not the was it the first like CGI animated movie? I think it was. I yeah, think it, it was changed a... animation. Yeah. It, it went from hand-drawn to computer. Yeah. It's incredible. It's just incredible how far we've come in terms of like normal movies, animated movies, the money that goes behind them, the the quality. Like if if when did the original Toy Story come out? Ninety five, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, if you look at if you look at that time, that's that's a remarkable feat during that period of time. And there's a lot of movies on my list that have done something incredible for that period of time. Uh, but yeah, no Toy Story. Uh, it's probably one of my favorites as well. It's on my honorable mentions. I, so thankfully you picked it up. Um, let me talk about one on my list. Do, 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 do. I'm going to go and talk about the Lord of the Rings. That trilogy. Is this on your list? This is, is it honorable mentions. No, it's just, uh, it is on my list. We're just, I'm just trying to be picking stuff out and then. We'll, okay. I'll, okay. Because if it was on honorable mentions, I would have walked off this podcast. Oh, no, no, no. It's not an honorable mention, so you are. Uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, once again, strong all the way through. Hard for me to pick up a, a weakest one, I think. Uh, for me, it might be, I don't know, the, you could say The Fellowship of the Ring, just because of the extended version. But if you're just watching it as normally, I think they're really, really strong, all three of them. Uh, for me, I've never watched this again since obviously they first came out they came out in 01 02 and 03 and i remember being in high school towards the end of high school actually and we on the last day of high school we went to watch uh, i can't remember which one we we went to watch i think it was the fellowship of the ring actually and so just a bunch of boys all watching and, I, and it wasn't it's not a movie where you go with your friends to watch does that make mm-hmm. sense it's not one of those like uh, movies that you just watch with your North London boys uh, but it was kind of the first trilogy that I was really invested in like I saw the Fellowship of the Ring loved it and it was not my sort of movie you know that kind of fantasy that kind of that setting but it really drew me in man and it was kind of the first movie ever that really had an impact and I loved it and I was invested enough that I obviously watched The Two Towers on day one and The Return of the King on on day one and I haven't watched them since. Like I, I don't think I ever will. I don't own them on Blu-ray. I think the runtime is kind of a, it's it's quite hard for me to fit that in into my daily life at the moment. Uh, if, if I'm going to watch the Lord of the Rings, I might as well watch the Godfather trilogy. To to be honest with you, uh, but everything about it was was amazing. Like even the let's say the effects, CGI, the setting, the storytelling, the world building. Uh, did I say story? Story was incredible. I loved it. Even the characters themselves, you actually felt attached to certain characters and the cast. Like at that time, I didn't really understand who was who. But as movies gone on and watched so many different movies, now I, I remember such a, that that trilogy being such a strong cast. It's, um, 
based movie and it was just incredible so i don't know i don't know if this was on your list but it's it's definitely in my top five it just makes it in my we'll, we'll come to that once we come to the end of the podcast i'll, I'll uh, number them out but an incredible incredible uh, trilogy uh i haven't seen the the new ones the, the hobbit ones i'm i'm not sure i'll, I'll i have in. they're pretty uh, uh, they're good they're trash oh really so yeah i don't know how they um, like i'm not um, too down with the the universe or the the law of that of that particular world i don't know where the hobbit comes in but i loved everything about it man for me this was my star wars at the time uh, i want to say just you had the villain you had this build up you had this epic conclusion and uh i just i loved everything about it and when i mean star wars i don't mean uh obviously the the new, the, the new yeah. trilogies yeah the original star wars episode obviously mm-hmm. then a new hope the empire strikes back and return of the jedi for me this was on par with those movies and this was kind of it could have been something epic uh and yeah for me lord of the rings was just it, it's up there for me it's one of the greatest trilogies uh, of all time for me okay um you know i'm just gonna flat out say it lord of the rings is the best trilogy of all time and it's not even close it's what lord, not, lord not of rings? even close Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's okay. not even close. Okay, fair enough. Like, okay, so for most trilogies, there's like, you know, there's like a strong one, a weak one. You're like, oh, you know, the middle yep. one wasn't so good. This yep. one, like, all of them are like on par with each other. Yeah, flat out every single one. Yeah. Yep. There's like a strong one, of course. There's Return of the King, which yep. one's, which is the best one, but yep. it's not better than the other two by like a mile. It's no. like slightly better than the other two. Yep. And no weak one. Like, you can't argue which one's a weak one. Like, Two Towers of Fellowship, they're both really, really good. Like, Fellowship, I think, is the best adventure movie out of the three because, you know, you just follow the Fellowship as they go, like, across a country. And yep. that's, like, a good adventure. Two Towers has the best action scene out of the trilogy yep. with Helm's Deep. Like, Helm's Deep is insane. It's insane today. The effects still hold up. It looks better than, honestly, Infinity War. In, in terms of like effects, practical, yeah. special effects, like this, 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 come on, this is number one for me easily. Like, I've watched this trilogy so many times. I've probably watched like each movie at least twenty times. Oh Jesus! Maybe. I've only watched them once. I've never really? watched, rewatched them again. Yeah. No, no, I have like I used to have Lord of the Rings marathons all the time. Let me check how much this is on Amazon while you continue talking. But um. This is like one of the movies where, um, like the extended the, the extended director's cut doesn't yep. break the movie. Like you know, and I'm gonna mention the Snyder cut again, but you know, everyone's like, "Oh, the Snyder cut is gonna save the movie." Yeah. Like, like director's cut don't really do anything for the movie. This is a longer version. Like for Lord of the Rings, the extended editions, they're good. They're like DLC, but you don't need them. You yeah. know, like there's a few. In Return of the King extended edition, there's a few cool scenes like Gandalf versus the Witch King. There's the Mathasaran in there, but that doesn't really make or break the movie. It's just cool to see those things. So you know, you understand why they were cut out or why they weren't including in the final movie. But overall, like Lord of the Rings, it's an it's, epic, it, epic trilogy. I've I've just te- checked on Amazon and it's only fifteen bucks for the trilogy. No, you so have to get that. I'm going to have to pick that up, man. I've, I've, yeah. I've been going back and forth uh, talking about my Amazon basket. I was talking with Rick the, uh, last night, actually, adding some movies in there. And 
yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to add Lord of the Rings. I need, I need to rewatch it. I've only watched them once. But mm-hmm. for me to only have watched them once, and this was in 2001, 2002, 2003, and for it to be in my top five list, and for me to even mention it, goes to show how much of an impact it actually had on me and a lasting effect. Like, if this was any other trilogy that I've only watched once, I'd probably forget about it. You know, mm-hmm. I completely, just completely forgot about it. But this was just so good. And I completely agree with everything you said. For, for its time, the effects were incredible. And they, they still hold up today, like, honestly. Really? I've, yeah, see, that's the thing. I really want to watch it now just because of that particular reason. I want to see how, how much does that film hold up in comparison to, to now. Because there's a lot of movies on this list where if you look at the, the let's say, the effects, they just don't hold up well. Mm-hmm. They really don't. And this was probably the only trilogy on here where uh, on my list actually where you you really can't pick out a bad one you really can't it, it's just like all of them are on par if i yeah even like with the godfather trilogy from what i've heard uh even though it's an amazing trilogy people always say the third one's the worst out there the third ones yeah like, like really bad i uh, see but with the lord of the rings it's such an epic trilogy that it's really hard to point down to nail a the worst the worst movie out, out of the lot and as you mentioned as well each movie had kind of its own goals and its own uh approach to storytelling mm-hmm. uh, which just made it just remarkable for its time and i i obviously can't comment on what it's like now you, you've seen it uh, a million times uh i'm excited to watch that again you maybe really really want to watch that like it's, it tends to be a trend on this podcast when we talk about movies or video games not only do you make me want to watch or I make you want to watch or play something, we, all tr- we also make people who are listening to this podcast like crazy. Yeah. Like Rick was telling me yesterday, he wants to play Mass Effect again or even the Bioshock trilogy. And you made me feel like that the other day. So mm-hmm. the Lord of the Rings, I yeah. I play those games again too. Yeah, so good, aren't they, man? They're literally so good. Anybody who's got a PlayStation, actually, uh, if, you're, if you've got PSN Plus and you're listening to this podcast when it drops, uh, I think the entire Bioshock trilogy is free for Ooh. PSN. Yeah. You've got PSN? Yeah. Yeah. So the entire Bioshock trilogy is free. Uh, it's like, uh, obviously, uh, the game, uh, the Xbox um, Xbox Live game for, for Gold thing, where you, you get a few games free every month. I believe the, the Bioshock trilogy is actually is free this month. I, don't, I read it last month, but I think it was in preparation for February. So, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, Mio, you need to download that as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, I had Lord of, Lord of the Rings on mine. You dived in and talked about that slightly. Uh, let's have one on on your list. Okay. Well, that that one was on my list. So okay, cool. So I'll just pick another one. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna pick Beverly Hills Cop as just oh. one I want to talk about. So uh, I've I've seen the first one, but I haven't seen the second two. They're fun, you know. Like I wouldn't yeah. say they're anything amazing uh, i just wanted to talk about them it's one of those trilogies where i've i've dived into it uh, pretty late like uh, i've got another one on my list actually where is that one? Oh shit do i oh, okay i did if i had that i need to readjust my list but anyways uh, beverly hills cops i've only watched that recently uh with uh, eddie murphy it's not incredible it's not anything like over the top and amazing but it's a great laugh you know it's mm-hmm. it's different it's one of those movies where uh, if the weather's horrible outside, you just stay at home, uh, put the disc in, watch the movie, and have some fun. I watched uh, Beverly Hills 1 and 2 
back to back. And this was during, I think, the Christmas break. Or no, actually, not the Christmas break. There was a break just before that. And um, yeah, there was a, sorry, it wasn't even the Christmas break. It was actually uh, during the summer, summer break, when there was this massive heat wave. And there was no way we were leaving the house. So we said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're just going to stay at home, windows open, fans on, ice cream, cold drinks, and we're just going to watch movies. And Beverly Hills and Lethal Weapon were the movie of choice at the time. So we watched Beverly Hills 1 and 2 back to back. I think I finished uh, this trilogy. I'm not, I can't really remember. But it's just stupid. The trilogy, the movie is stupid. It's just over the top. It's just a great mm-hmm. laugh. It was Eddie Murphy. I would say, I wouldn't say like, at its peak, peak, but it was Eddie Murphy doing what Eddie Murphy does best. Uh, I think the, I think that was his peak. Yeah, yeah. Was, I'm trying to think of what other movies. Yeah, I would say Beverly Hills Cop, the trilogy is his peak. I, I remember watching this, and I was just like in the Eddie Murphy mood, and I watched uh, Night Professor. Uh, no, that was bad. Yeah, but it was just it's just funny, you know. It's just it's just a laugh, like uh, Sherman. This is it's so funny. Eddie Murphy uh, was like so in his own, you know, ego. He thought he could play all the characters. All the characters, yeah. That, that's yeah. what makes that movie just like over the top, stupid, funny. It's not like the greatest movie ever, but it's just it's funny. Like if you, if that movie's on the, in the background, you you still have a laugh. Um, he's I gonna think, remake the he's gonna remake the Irishman playing all the movies, all, all the, the characters, all the characters. That would be that would be impressive. That's something I would love to to watch. You can do it too because there's no like prominent female characters. No, none. None at all, and which is funny with um, uh, that movie is he he actually played female characters, which was absolutely funny. Oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. funny, and um, he obviously played Doctor Doodle as well. Uh, that was those were funny, uh, but yeah, Beverly Hills Cops, man, just a funny like cop movie, mm-hmm. a great laugh, uh, banter throughout. So it's just it's just over the top. It's stupid. Uh, I don't think that those movies would work right now. Uh, I don't think people appreciate stuff like that uh, i think no yeah, yeah comedy comedy is a lot different now yeah i think people a lot of people are much more sensitive nowadays to comedy like it reminds me of um the kevin hart documentary i was watching the other day mm-hmm. and how sensitive people were to to like comments he made on his stand-up uh, a few years back it's just when we're, we're in a sad state now i think people have always had this sort of uh perception but because obviously social media now gives people a voice to kind of a, uh, a platform to vent and voice out their concerns. And yeah, I don't think comedy movies can take it too far at the moment. I don't think, yeah, it's like, they're really, I would say really, really grounded at the moment. Uh, I don't think anybody's willing to take risks with com- comedy movies and um, like to drop the N word here, there too many times. I don't, I don't think people want that anymore. Uh, it's just a society really but Beverly Hills Cop I'm happy it came out in an era where you know everyone was tolerable to all that and I think I think during that era as well I think people wanted more of that I think of the whole race uh, war going on or whatever uh, I don't think people cared but yeah I love Beverly Hills Cop absolute blast to watch a really really fun movie it's one of those movies you know if you, you're ill you just at home you can't be bothered doing anything chuck it on yeah it's a good sick day movie yeah enjoy it have a blast and i picked up for really really cheap during uh, uh amazon prime day actually i believe i think it was only like five bucks for the entire trilogy so i had to pick that up uh but yeah beverly hills cops is uh an honorable one of my honorable mentions actually okay so you talking about beverly hills cop it reminded me of a trilogy that 
I'm gonna put in my honorable mention. Mm. It reminded me of the Rush Hour trilogy. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, right. Shit! I just remembered it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. God. Okay. Rush Hour. I mean, the chemistry between Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan are what makes the movies. You know, the stories are good. The first one, I think. Um, they're trying to get back a kidnapped daughter. Second one, I honestly don't know the plot of the second one. And that's my favorite one. Third one, <laughs> I think Jackie Chan has a long lost brother. Um, this is the plot of Fast 9, I just realized. They just stole the plot of Rush Hour 3. Yeah. Anyways, um, who's played by a pretty well-known actor? I forgot his name. But he's Let me, been... I'll, I'll double check while you're thinking. Anyways, yeah. It's just, you know, I just like seeing Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker on screen. Like, put those in the, put those guys uh, in So Rush Hour 2, yeah, yeah. Rush Hour 2 is my favorite one. I remember it's when they yeah. go to Hong Kong and mm-hmm. then it's the whole counterfeit money scheme. That's, Have yeah, been. that's that's what it is, yeah. counterfeit money. And then the first one was just like, that's when they first meet. And then Rush Hour 3 was uh, after attempted assassination on the Ambassador Han. That, that was... Uh, Rush Hour Three. Which one did you say had the famous actor? Um, three, I think. Three. His brother, his brother's played by, um, the guy who I don't know. So you got, uh, Chris Tucker. Oh, Hi- Hiroki Sanada. Yeah, I think that's the guy. I know. Yeah, he's the one that play. He's in. He's in. He's, Log- he was in. Um, he's in the Wolver- Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine, Avengers. Yeah. Don't even get me started on that. Oh yeah, in cool. Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that guy he... kills him for no reason. Yeah, uh, he just he had in... a vendetta against Japanese people. Japanese people. He was in. Ah, uh, he was in Lost, the TV show as well. Forty Seven Ronan. Yeah, and he's a he good was... actor. Yeah, I like him. And he's in. Was he in the Lost Samurai? Yeah, he was in the Lost Samurai. Yeah, there you go. That's that's what I remember. He's him the guy who doesn't like Tom Cruise. He doesn't like Tom Cruise. Yeah, exactly. Um, Lost Samurai, good movie. Mate, I want. I need to watch that movie again. Absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, yeah. Continue. Anyways, um, I, the the relationship between Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker is it's special. Honestly, like the bloopers, the bloopers are probably the best part of the movie. Like in the credits. Oh yeah, showing yeah. You like the bloopers. Do you remember the one where he gets on the plane? And yeah. He, and he, he's trying to teach uh, Chris Tucker. He can't to order yeah. um, kafoka fish. Uh, Gefilte like fish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think you're ever going to see uh, a relationship like that in a movie ever again. Like, uh, uh, it, obviously, it could be argued, yes, here and that, but the relationship it just felt it felt pure, it felt magical. It felt like they didn't really need to make put in any effort for for them to just uh, to to gel together. It was just it was just all natural. It just came across naturally mm-hmm. on the screen. Uh, and I think what made it also special was the fact that it was a, a black character with an Asian character. And it was just yeah. like the memes that I've derived from that nowadays. Uh, I think that's what made it special. I think that's what made it stand out. And it was just like, you had this guy who didn't take Chucky Chan seriously. You had Chucky Chan who thought this guy was, was an idiot. It was just, it was one of those things, man. It was just incredible. Um, Honestly, they should, they should be making Winter Soldier and, Falcon with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Like, <laughs> I like I like Anthony Mack, Sebastian Stan, but yeah. just put just put these guys in the MCU. Did you see uh, Sebastian Stan the other day on on Twitter? 
What do you, what do, you do? He went all, what's his name? Uh, John Boyega on Twitter. Oh. He did, yeah. Like somebody posted something regarding the relationship between um, Chris Evans and Sebastian Stan. So their characters in, in the movie, uh, Captain America and Winter Soldier and how it was supposed to be. And she made like a, a comment about, oh, they're supposed to be such loving uh, uh, characters and partners, but Marvel decided to go down this route and to the kind of, just like what uh, Star Wars did with um, John Biego's uh, character. Mm-hmm. And Sebastian Stan actually liked the post. <laughs> he was, he agreed with, yeah. So people caught on to that and they were like, oops, what's going on here? Um, yeah, yeah, it's just, uh, that just reminded me of that. Uh, anyway, I just thought of a good question. If you would be making West Shower, who would you cast as the main characters? Hmm. Shit. Do I have to pick so, a black and yeah, Asian character? Black and Asian. Oh shit, man. So for I think I would pick John Boyega. Yeah, okay. I think that's a good one. What or, about, or what's his name? Um you know who I'm gonna say. What's his name? Black Panther guy. Don't say Kevin Hart. Nah, not Kevin Hart, man. Oh, Kevin Hart is a good one, you know? No, he he does rush out <laughs> every movie with a rock. What? Yeah, I was about to say, why don't just cast him and, <laughs> no, and the rock? Stop. Don't do that. Uh, that would be pretty funny. What's the name? Uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Or he's not funny enough. He's not funny enough. Okay. Uh, John Boyega and... Oh, but you need an Asian guy. I was going to say Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not my, oh, what okay. about what about Scarlett Johansson? Because she's playing Asian people all the time. Oh, shots fired right there! Um, wait, there's one more character, the Ant Man guy. Actually, not a lot of Asian people. No, there's not a lot of Asian characters. Actors. Who's the guy who played Bruce Lee in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? That guy. Mm, maybe. <laughs> no, I was joking. Uh, uh, John Boyega. Let's let's go, John Boyega. And okay. who's who's playing the who new could... Marvel Asian movie? Oh, no. the Shang Shang Chi. Is Jet Li too old? He oh, Jet Li's way too old now, man. What about and Jackie Jet... Chan? Jackie Chan still looks like he's thirty. Jackie Chan still does his own stunts, so bring him in, just do. But the thing is, if you're gonna bring Jackie Chan in, you might as well just go bring uh, Chris Tucker back. <laughs> um, That's true. But I think did they say they're doing a rush hour for? I, I thought they were. I, I, yeah, I hope I, they do. Yeah, I'd love to see that. I know it's not gonna be like, and you know my thoughts on. Uh, extending a franchise uh, longer than it should should go on uh but no john boyega and let's just pick a white character no oh, come on don't don't do me like that don't do my people uh, like that. i'm gonna whitewash this uh okay what about forget john boyega go um uh samuel L. jackson <laughs> that's what, what kind of that's too he's too old for him Okay, uh, okay we, we, I, I don't know. I don't know any Asian actors. Bombs. This movie's PG-13. I, I don't know any Asian characters, man. Actors. Um, John, um, Keanu Reeves, he's half Asian. He's not half Asian. Yeah, he is. Really? Yeah. I, I, claim, I claimed him as one of my, my own people because he was born no, in Lebanon. he was born. We, we all claim him. We all claim him. He's um, half Asian. Let me see. Let me see. Let me do a... Ah, oh, you know what? What the about kid, the, the kid the from guy? Parasite? Ooh, which one? Yeah, the young one. Yeah, yeah, the kid, the the, oh. the the son. Oh, I don't want that guy. That guy got killed by a. Uh, let me double check. No, he didn't get killed. That's not a spoiler, by the way. Happened in the movie. Uh, um, what about? Check top. Oh, how about? I've got two. 
uh, Randall Park, the one in uh, Ant Man. He's funny. He's funny. Yeah. Or uh, Stephen uh, Yen from uh, The Walking Dead. Oh, oh, those two. Oh, you might be onto something. Yeah, those those two. I think I'll, I'll probably pick. Or I think he might be a bit too old. You remember the villain from uh, from James Bond? Uh, is it Tomorrow Never Dies or Die Another Day? Uh, Rick Rick Yoon. Oh, I don't know who that is. Uh, let me double check which movie he was in. Anyways, we're spending too much. Time oh yeah, we are. Uh, movies. One sec, I need to know. Oh, die another day. Yeah, the one where he has diamonds like blo- blown into his face and embedded. I forgot die another day. That the was one, the one, the one with uh, Halle Berry. Oh yeah, do you remember him? Yeah, but anyways, we're spending too long on this. Uh, yeah, no, Rush Hour, good pick. Uh, good pick by you. I completely that completely went over my head, man. I completely forgot about that. Um, okay, should I pick one? Yeah. I'm gonna pick one, but I think you might have to talk more about it because it's I've completely forgotten it. I don't like it's I'm not up to date now with the law, but it's the original Star Wars movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so course. New Hope, The Empire Strike Back, and uh Return of the Jedi, I think those were the best Star Wars movies and still still is, still are mm-hmm. uh, best Star Wars movies. Uh I've only watched them once. Uh so same with the the Lord of the Rings. I just haven't invested much time in them. Uh, as a kid though I did prefer the original because it had uh, obviously The Phantom Menace was probably the first Star Wars movie I ever watched in cinema as a kid loved that but as I've grown older and just kind of under, uh, like appreciate movies more and the story and you know when you're a kid you just you, you love everything when you're a kid everything's a 10 out of 10 movie you come out of cinema and you're just like like jizzing in your pants because you've just watched the greatest movie, movie ever but yeah um, yeah so there is the Star Wars movies I enjoyed them haven't watched them uh, since uh, I can't remember when I watched them actually, so I need to, I really need to buy this whole box set on uh, on Blu-ray. It's on Disney Plus, but I'm more of a physical person over digital. But I know I'm gonna put you on the spot. I want you to talk about them more. Uh, okay, it's only so on is, my honorable mentions, anyway. So. Yeah, this this is actually on my list because you know. So the first time I saw Star Wars was I want to say five. I just moved to US from Burma. Okay. And I ha- I hadn't seen a movie like this before. Like, I saw it and I was like blown away. I was like, "What is this?" Like, and I fell in love with sci-fi ever since. Um, Empire Strikes Back. I didn't really like it as a kid. I thought it was too dark. I probably saw this movie when I was about eight. But as I've grown, I've appreciated it more. And you know, Empire is probably the the best always movie. And Return of the Jedi. Um, I loved this as a kid. It was my favorite Star Wars movie. Um, I remember getting into a car accident and when I was in the hospital um, my room was playing Return of the Jedi and that like made me forget I was in a car accident <laughs> for a while I was like ooh Wookiees I mean not Wookiees um, Ewoks but um, that was my favorite as a kid it's probably the weakest one now thinking about it because it was like you know it was like made to sell toys yeah. the Empire gets defeated by teddy bears yeah and it's, it's absurd but um, yeah like it's it's just a classic trilogy, honestly. Um, How do these so hold up against um, the which the the new the Skywalker yeah. saga? Yeah, um, the new ones have better effects, better you know CGI, better um, action sequences. But the story of the first three are just 
a timeless honestly we've, we've, we've mentioned this count uh numerous amount of times on the podcast we obviously cgi effects and all that doesn't really make a great movie mm-hmm. at, at times it's all about obviously if you can get the story the narrative the world building the character development before let's say you you start thinking of that what special effects you're going to use i think that's what makes a great movie and yeah if you could continue if you could take the magic magic from the first one and then carry them over for let's say two more movies to make a great trilogy then then boom you're in business and i haven't watched the latest star wars movie but with the first two from the sky saga uh, i just don't know i just don't feel like they they are star wars if that makes any sense i don't feel like they take yeah, the true DNA, dna of what like makes a, a, a yeah. difference I don't think it takes the true DNA of what makes a, a Star Wars movie. And I think that's why I love The Mandalorian too, too much, way too much, is because, you know, it, it felt like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from a person who probably watched Star Wars when he was a kid, grew out of love with it because it was going nowhere after the, the four, five, and six. And, uh, yeah, and I'm hyped for anything Star Wars now because of that TV show, because it had the true DNA of what um, Star Wars was supposed to be. I don't know if you saw this, actually, there was a leaked um, uh, clip of a, it looked like a kind of a Blade Runner-esque Star Wars TV show. And it was uh, done by uh, Lucas um, oh, years yeah. back. Star Wars like, Underground? Yeah, yeah. Did you see that clip? Yeah, I saw that. It that looked okay. pretty, yeah, it looked pretty cool, man. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy the Skywalker saga is now over. It's just all about what they're going to do now going forward. Um, yeah, we have to wait and see. So, yeah. And I think the Mandalorian, even though the CGI is good, good at the end of the day, it's because, you know, it's good because of the relationship between Mando and Baby Yoda. Yeah, exactly. That's what really drives the, the yeah. show for me. Yeah, 100%. And also the fact that each episode had its own kind of, let's say, uh, sub-quest uh, mm-hmm. in the overarching story, which was uh, pretty cool. Um, okay, seeing as Star Wars is on your list, I'll just talk about another one on my list then. Uh, I'm gonna go with Sam Raimi's uh, Spider-Man trilogy. See, I I wanted to include it, but the third ones, the third one, the third one nice. is awful. It's the third bad. one is awful. The third, the third one's not just bad; it's memeable bad. It's bad. Like it's, yeah, it's become a meme. And that's hor- what makes it worse. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, but Spider-Man, the one that dropped in 2002, incredible. Oh uh, four, yeah incredible and then i don't know what happened to us well with 07 you had uh conflict between obviously the director and uh, the and uh the, the company the yeah the studio uh conflict in regarding the script conflict in regarding which villain he wanted i think he only wanted to focus on one villain at the time but so uh, three yeah but sony decided you know uh, we want to chuck all three of them in so they had uh, venom sandman they had who else did they have? They had the green, well, green goblin. Yeah, green goblin too. So it was just like, a, um, it was just all over the place, and it was like, you can't do this. Even nowadays, it doesn't work. So back in the days, for people who, like, I think people now, in this current time, people look out for these sort of things. People are a bit more critical of movies. So in, in the time and age where people just appreciate anything on the screen, this was it was a bad call. So yeah, it was just basically a tussle of the bad guys, man, between the director studio. Tussle of the bad guys. Yeah, and that's what it was, and just kind of just over, it was a massive overload, really. So, um, 
favorite quote though from it, well, I think that's a, like anybody will know it. With great power comes great responsibility. I love oh, that yeah. quote. That's a quote. Yeah, love that quote. Um, the whole uh, punk, like Venom and him being emo, is just like, come on. It was awful. and the the dancing scene. The oh. dancing scene. Oh my god! Like it was really really bad, man. It was just like, man, it was all over the place. But you know, which one's your favorite? Oh, I don't know, man. Like Spider-Man one. I remember watching that and leaving the cinema. I was like, I've never seen anything like this. And I was just a kid and I was like, wow, this is incredible. I loved it. But Spider-Man 2, I don't know, man. It was quite hard, man. It was quite hard. Spider-Man 2 had um, the Doctor. The... Octopus? Yeah. Okay. I really, yeah, Doctor. I really enjoyed that. I don't know, man. For me, 1 and 2 is, is quite hard. I think, I don't know. So it's, it used to be hard for me, but I think it's clearly... I'll, I'll explain why it's 1. Um, if you think about Doctor Octopus, he's just a regular guy, you know, yep. with tent with you know metal arms. So anytime Spider Man punches him, he should like knock him out, you know. Yep. Because Spider Man has like super strength. Yep. Doctor Oc is just, you know, just a regular, just average, a regular guy, average guy. Yep. So anytime he like kicks him, punches him, Doc Ock should be out. Yeah. And before the fight, Doc Ock throws at. Peter and Mary Jane while they're in dinner, while they're in lunch. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't know he's Spider Man then. So why he was trying to kill him? Yeah, true. Hmm. Like with the first one, I think I'm gonna go with the first one just because of it was different at the time. Mm-hmm. It was new, you know. Like uh, no one made a good comic movie. Like if you look at things that came before it, I think I guess X Men. Yeah, but if X Men went was. Like, I really wanted to put X-Men on my honorable mentions, but I didn't even want to... Yeah, it's yeah, not even on that. Like, well, Last Stand. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's worse, Last Stand or Spider-Man 3, to be honest. Probably Last Stand. Yeah, see. Actually, uh, oh. <laughs> you, could say, you could say Last Stand is the better Dark Phoenix movie. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, don't even remind me about Dark Phoenix, man. Worst so, yeah. movie ever. And Jesus Last Christ. Stand had the Juggernaut in it. Yeah. <laughs> Played by that first guy, Vinny yeah. Jones. Yeah, that guy's too funny. Um, that funny. But yeah, uh, Spider-Man 1 for me is in- incredible. Um, which one is the one where Green Goblin gets killed by his own thing? That was number one. That's Spider-Man that? 1. One, yeah, when he finds out. When Will he realized, was amazing. Oh, I love him, man. How come he's him. never played the Joker? I love him. I love him, man. He's so good. I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. Cast um, him as the Joker. I don't know. Don't cast him as random guy in Atlantis uh, oh, he was actually good though man he was yeah, like okay. the thing is though with him we, we say this all the time we say uh, we try and defend actors where uh, a great actor might be in this movie where the script's really bad and doesn't look good on, on the actor but William Defoe is one of those ca- uh, actors where even if the script his script is bad in a particular let's say bad movie he makes the most out of it man oh yeah he's always good yeah he, he really, goes for like, it like I, I can't remember a bad movie. He's good in Speed yeah. Two and yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, it's like Speed Two was awful, like absolutely <laughs> awful. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was, a, it was shit. But he's really good in that, and um, it makes me excited to watch uh, the Lighthouse. He's in it with uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I want to see that. I really want to watch that movie, man. Like William Dafoe is just, it's just some, he's something out there, man. I think you know what? We need to do a podcast about top actors, man. We need to. Yeah. 
Well, he, put I guess he would be an underrated actor. Yeah, I think he's underrated. I think he's underrated. Uh, we need to put some respect on some of these underrated actors. But um, yeah, Spider-Man's on, on my list. An absolute uh, incredible trilogy until you get to the third one. <laughs> it just goes downhill from there. And uh, obviously they rebooted it and it was just... The reboot was awful, man. The one with Andrew yeah, Garfield. They didn't even get a trilogy. Andrew Garfield is a bad actor, man. He's shit. Like, sorry, I, I know there might be some people that like him, but he's I, good in social network. Uh, I can't stand him as an actor, man. I can't stand him. You know what is? You know what? Why I can't stand him. It's because I used to, when I used to work at Apple, there was a guy that looked like him. Oh, exactly. So it's personal. It's not. It's not that personal, but it's like every time I went into work, I saw him, and it was like it just reminded me of the shit movies. And it just pissed me off. Like, he was a nice guy, the guy that I used to work with. But every time I saw him, I just saw Andrew Garfield. And I hate Andrew Garfield. So seeing him on the regular just made me hate Andrew Garfield even more. It was just like, yeah. So that's my story. <laughs> okay. Um, one more thing. You think Sorry. if the, the third Spider-Man movie, the new one, is good, you think that'll be the best Spider-Man trilogy? Well, if... I would say both of them have been good so far. Homecoming mm-hmm. and Far From Home. They've been on par with each other. So if the third one is good, and it's, if you want to compare them with Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, like 3 and 3, yeah. If you can compare the new one with Spider-Man 3, then obviously it's going to be, yeah, I would say it'll be better than the original. Like, that, that's my opinion. Yeah, because I, I like Tom Holland a lot better than Tobey Maguire. Um, yeah. I'm not a big fan... I'm not a big fan of... I don't, like, the thing is, with Spider-Man, I don't think they got any casting. Uh, so no. this is correct, correct. I think... Uh, uh, they're too old. Defoe, uh, William <laughs> Defoe... Yeah, William Defoe They don't look was, like they're in high school. They all look 30. Yeah, exactly. William Defoe was awesome. I like him. And then uh, James uh, DeFranco. Yeah. I, I like him. Those mm-hmm. two were my... Well, you don't like him. I like him. I think no, I great. like him, but not as the role. Uh, yeah, yeah. But um, those two actors were great. But in terms of the role... In terms of the roles, they're all shit, to be honest, if you, if you really, really think about it. like, uh, And uh, what's her name? Um, his girlfriend's name in the, in the thing. What's it? Yeah, Kirst- Mary uh, Jane, whatever. Uh, no, her real name. Is it Kirsten? Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. I can't stand her. Yeah, she's bad. I can't stand her, man. She's and then, bad. And her and then the blonde girl that he went off with in Spider-Man 3, oh, shit. Like, like she's the shit actor. And then even the reboot Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield with his own girlfriend, uh, I, I can't stand. No, I don't like her, man. I can't really? stand. Like, no, I can't no. stand them, man. I can't, man. They're just like it's, there's something about them, man. I can't. Yeah, she but, dies in the second one. Yeah, and she dies in the correct, correct manner. To be honest, like uh, straight from the comic books, and I appreciate that. And uh, I appreciate her death. Loved it. My favorite moment in that movie. Anyways, uh, let's move on. Uh, you pick one on on your list. Okay. Um, one more on my list. I picked the Mummy trilogy, the original Mummy trilogy. Okay. Wait, the one, these movies? the one with, what's his name? Ben Frazier? Yeah, yeah, him. Okay. These are, these are good. These man. are good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, the first I didn't one's think about First one's a classic. First one's a classic. Mommy Returns slaps. Mommy Returns is like really good too. Um, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, it's okay. I've it's never seen bad. that. It's I've not bad. That. Yeah. Deadly's in it. It's not bad. It's like over the top. It's stupid, but it's like so bad. It's good. Never so, seen that. Wait, um, which one's got the rock in it? Is that the second one? Yeah, the second one. That's that's that, Yeah, that CGI was horrendous. But I'll let that slide the because the story. King, yeah, I'll let that slide because the story was pretty decent. 
Um, yeah, first one, you know, I, I I really like the first one. Like the first one comes on TV all the time here, and I always watch it. Yeah, it's it's you know it comes on here on TV every Christmas, every Christmas yeah. leading up to the holidays. It it's on. That's awesome. Yeah, it's I I love the I love the first. Yeah, one. it's just but, like a good adventure movie, you know. Yeah. Like there's like a big monster that's chasing you. You have to run away from it. It's unstoppable. Whatever. It's a good one. Mummy Returns. It's just like let's bring the fight to the mummies kind of thing. And there's like a big, huge battle with it. The rocks in it. Have you seen the the latest one, the Tom Cruise one? Nope. Okay, so that was one movie I stopped watching twenty minutes in. <laughs> twenty minutes in, I stopped. It was awful. Yeah, was, and we like Tom Cruise. And we love Tom Cruise. He's 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 the goat. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, I, I don't blame him at all. I blame uh, Universal for trying to tie up a Universal universe. Let's say the Dark Universe, they called it. Uh, like 10 minutes in they're already talk, talking about other monsters and then in every single scene they're trying to bring in like a different monster from a different universe it was just like awful so don't watch that mm-hmm. but yeah no uh, the mummy just gone under the radar for me man to be honest I think. yeah it's it's good I miss Br- Brian Fraser is a good actor yeah like he is he's not in a lot of movies anymore or no he, he, I don't know what happened to his career but it, it didn't go Wow. It, it go well. Like I haven't seen the third one though, so I think that's why I didn't really have yeah. it on my list. The third one, it it, it it like acknowledges it's bad. Oh really? Yeah, it's like when the mummy comes, Baron Fraser is like, "Here we go again." Oh shit! Okay, it's one it's one of those ones. Yeah, it's like I I for me the first one, like I don't really think of that movie as a trilogy. I don't really want to think of it as a trilogy to be honest. It's just like that CGI was really really bad. The Rock, I think that was one of the Rock's first movies. It was probably his first movie. Man, that guy's been around for ages now. Yeah, no. He's in every single movie. Like, every trailer, I'm telling you, like, let's just say one in three trailers that dropped The, the Rock's in it. Probably. Like, I'm probably. just, I'm bored of The Rock. And the thing is, he's in Black Adam, he's been obviously casted as Black Adam, and I believe that's, that was a fan, like, fan-driven cast. Um, I'm just bored of him everywhere. Like, everywhere I see him, he's just like, he's, he's a decent actor, you know, but I feel like he's just, his work ethic is just so high. He just takes any role just mm. to uh, get get that check, man. He just takes any role. Like Sky, I watched Skyscraper a so few months. Skyscraper. Yeah, I watched it a few months back, man. Um, you know me, I just watch anything, man. Uh, so I watched that. That was awful. And uh, but the thing is, Rock, he's not a bad actor, man. Yeah, he's 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 got like charisma. Yeah, but the thing is with him, I think I see him being typecasted, man. He just he's either that big guy. Or, well, he is the big guy. So yeah, or the uh, the uh, comedian, and that's it. Those are the two movies that he fits. He doesn't. I don't think he's ever going to do a serious movie. Like, like I, don't, I don't think it's his his sort of thing. You don't think the ask? You don't think the Rock's going to do like a, an uncut gems? Nah, I don't think the Rock's quite in him. To be honest, I think I think he's got one like Oscar movie in him, and he's going to like lose all this weight. He's going to come in. You like, reckon? I don't think yeah, he's he does. going to come in. He's going to come in the next movie like eighty kg. No, no, no. He's no, gonna no. be like a drug addict or something. I don't think. I honestly don't think The Rock has that sort of performance in him. I really don't. I think you don't. Th- you don't think he has the acting ability, or he doesn't want to get small. Oh, man, that's a, that's a tough question. I don't like if I was that big, I don't want to get small. Exactly. Just oh. told Christian Bale loses and gains weight every. Movie. Oh, Christian Bale is the absolute goat, man. Like I was watching a, a few clips of him, of his weight gain fluctuations the other day and it was just like absolutely incredible um vice is actually on amazon prime i really want to watch that 
I should watch uh, that too. Yeah, I really want to watch that. But anyway, talk about The Rock quickly. I don't think like, that's made me question. I don't think he has that sort of acting ability, you know. I think. Well, I, think, I didn't think Adam Sandler did either, but you yeah, know. yeah. And I did think Scott Johansson did either. Yeah, but um, what was the advice? Yeah, no, I think, no, I think I'm I'm confident in saying that The Rock has found his place in, in filming um, Jumanji movies. I think that's his. I think I think that's his. Uh, I haven't his seen them. Are they good? I saw the first one. It's just dumb and funny. The reason okay. I think the only reason I watched them is because it's got Kevin Hart and The Rock, and those two together are just mm-hmm. they're like Chucky Chan and um, Chris Tucker. Yeah, so I, I hate. When people say Chris Rock instead of Chris Tucker, like no, no, it's not Chris Rock. No. Makes me is that why? You, is that why you jumped in just before? Yeah, um, <laughs> I didn't want. You, I don't want. I didn't want to be tricked. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. Then the mummy's on your on your list. Let me do yeah. one on, on my list. Um, oh, I'm I'm going to talk about. Well, I'm not really going to talk about. It. I'm just going to mention it because I feel like it deserves an honourable mention just quickly. Uh, I just because I don't really remember them fondly. Uh, but it's the Hannibal Lecter trilogy, The Silence of the Lamb, Hannibal, and Red Dragon. Okay. Uh, that's on my I'll own. Two of the three. Yeah, I think I've seen two of the three. I don't think I've seen Red Dragon. Oh, I can't remember. But anyways, that's just an honorable mention just quickly out there. One I really want to talk about is Terminator. Term- the, the Terminator, uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, and obviously the weakest out of the three, Terminator 3 Rise of the Machine. It was okay. It wasn't Rise of the Machines. I, I hate it. Rise of the Machines is bad. Yeah, it, like it wasn't like, amazing but uh the terminator man was incredible and what it yeah. did for movies at that time was just absolutely insane and i think terminator 2 judgment day is is the best in the trilogy i loved everything oh, about clearly it. yeah yeah i loved everything about it uh especially the the villain in it it was just mate the cgi in it is so it lives up even mm-hmm. today it lives up to the, today's standards man like I'm, I'm watching it and i'm like some of the current movies need to take uh, a leaf out of their book and just do what Terminator were doing, man. They were just yeah, abs- they, absolutely incredible. The new Terminator movies keep trying to recreate the magic from the second one and they just haven't. Exactly. And this I think, no, sorry, was yeah. it Quintantino who said something about it? I think it's Quintantino, but he was like, you know, the new Terminators, they, they keep trying to be like bigger, like more dangerous yep. Yep. than the, but the reason why the T1000 was good. And T two was because it could be anyone. It could be anyone, you exactly. Didn't know exactly. who it was, exactly. And um, I think one thing they're trying to do as well is like Rise of the Machines. I think lost its magic when they lost Linda Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I think she was just killed off off screen. And you know how much I hate that. I fucking hate that when they kill a main character off screen. And and the only the only bit of info you get is oh she died or whatever and the, of cancer or something. And it was like what you killed it make. And they did this in Alien. I can't remember which, I think Alien 3 or something, they killed off um, the... Like half the cast. Yeah, off screen, and they killed like an important character. I was like, no, don't do that. But no, I think the first Terminator, man, changed, I think it changed cinema, in my opinion. Like, it obviously, like, James, is it James Cameron? Yeah, James Cameron, mate, I think he was... Don't, just, don't say he, too many good things about James Cameron. No, nah, well, you know. How we feel about Fuck him. Avatar, fam. <laughs> uh, but... Nah, T2, man. That's my all-time favorite in terms of... Do you of the see term- the stills of Avatar 2? Yeah, I don't give a shit, mate. Avatar goes to um, vacation. I, I, I don't give a shit about that movie, man. That movie, it's just like... I don't... Do we need the ride's another- good. The, the, yeah, maybe. the ride at Disney? It's quite yeah, yeah. good. 
I've, I've never been on that ride. When I went to Disneyland Tokyo, they didn't have that. So, yeah, that's too bad. The Star Wars one was epic. I love that. I love Star that Toys. Plan. I love Star Toys. Mate, it was incredible. But um, yeah, man. Uh, James Cameron literally gave us one of the, uh, I think, one of the best movies. One of the I best movies. I can't score it too. Yep. Yep. Uh, theme tune, everything about it. Like, as you said, what made T2 special was the Terminator. It could be anybody. And the, the effects. When he, You remember the, the scene when he was in the, uh, in the what's that place called? The, the Mental Asylum. Yeah, I was about to say, and he goes through the... That was, the, I, that was amazing. Like, I, I watched that. I watched that in HD now, and it still looks good, man. It mm-hmm. still look, It really stands up. It really holds up really well. The truck, the truck chase earlier when he's chasing. Oh, Arnold the kid. And yep, and the kid. Iconic. And the way I know, like reloads the shotgun. Yep. Iconic. Iconic. Like those scenes were incredible. Um, I, it obviously fell off with Terminator Three: Rise of the Machine. Mm-hmm. They tried to bring it. I think this was one of the first movies to bring in a, a. Like, listen, I wouldn't say lead female, but like, uh, obviously, a supporting uh, female actor. Uh, I think she got the role just because of her looks and what they wanted to try and achieve with, with that movie. Uh, she wasn't that great. It's a forgettable movie. Uh, John Connor himself, oh my God, he was just trash. Yeah. He, was, he was trash. And uh, this is the only movie in my, on my list that obviously they've gone on and tried to replicate the Terminator magic and try to obviously bring out four and five. Terminator Salvation had so much potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, they messed that up, and then there was one straight after it with Genesis. Not even it's yeah, not even Genesis. called it's not even called Genesis. It's called something else. It's called Jenny's. Gen, like if you see the way it's spelled, it's just like oh yeah, yeah, it's spelled weird. Yeah, um, it and had the recent one in Dark Fate. Yeah, Dark Fate. I don't uh, even. I haven't the watched it. Of, I don't know what. Yeah, what? they they started messing up with the timeline. Uh, it's just like yeah, because that that was the issue with. Uh, Rise of Machine. It was, I'd say it's okay, but it messed up with the timeline and it really missed uh, Linda Hamilton's performance from T2. Yeah. Uh, you know, Arnold earned, I think, from what I remember, I think he was, he earned about 20K per word in the second movie. Oh. Yeah. So he, his script was about, I believe, I remember reading this. This was on the trivia thing that I was reading the other day, actually. His script was. Believe between 500 to 700 words of dialogue, so he earned 15 mil for T2. Yeah, incredible talk to the hand. Yeah, I love that movie. Uh, Terminator is on on my list, Uh, just one of the movies that I absolutely adore. Rise of the Machines, probably the weakest. Obviously, out of the three, don't even bother watching the latest ones. Salvation had a lot of potential. Loved it. There was a few things from Salvation I actually enjoyed, though, to be honest with you. Christian Bale's good in it. Uh, Christian Bale's good in it. Do you remember the whole him going off on set that, that derived from yeah. that particular movie? That was incredible. Loved it. Loved it. Loved the Bale of uh, angry Christian Bale, man. Loved that guy. Um, and then obviously with uh, Genesis, I think with that, um, they tried to, I think, dive into the fact that, you know, what's that lady's name? Um, Amelia Clark. Yeah, yeah. Her. You know, she came to my gym once. Did I, did yeah, I tell you about yeah yeah uh, i posted a photo of it as well it was quite funny but anyways um i think they tried to tap in into that sort of market where the game of thrones uh market it was it came at a time where all these actors and actresses from game of thrones were popping up in movies so like um the the, the new x-men reboot had uh that that 
that yeah, Phoenix Sophie girl. Turner. Yeah, whatever her name is. I don't, I don't even care if I'm, uh, <laughs> that movie was so bad. Um, so yeah, you had um, Game of Thrones actors popping up in different movies. And I think they were trying to dive into t- to that market and I just don't think that Terminator movie worked. And then obviously you had Dark Fate, which I, I want to watch. I will watch it once it drops on the um, uh, cable box here, but I'm not spending a single penny on that movie. Well, mm. I, I did say that about Dark Phoenix and I dropped two bucks to rent it and it was like the worst two bucks I've ever spent in my life. Um, but other than that, yeah, Terminator, love uh, one of my favorite trilogies of uh, all time, actually. Okay. I'm going to do one more honorable mention because we're probably going to get comments like, oh, why didn't you guys put the Godfather trilogy on here? It's like, eh. well, in uh, my defense, yeah. anyways, in my, de- well, I think I might get hate comments towards this as well, but in my defense, I haven't watched the Godfather trilogy. I have it. Mia knows I have it. Mm-hmm. It's sealed. I'm just so intimidated by the runtime, like literally super intimidated. For me, I only have a certain time throughout my day to do anything and I have to balance what I do. It's either I'm going to play a video game, I'm going to watch this TV show. I've started The Wire as well, actually, now, so I'm going to try and fit in a few episodes here and there. Yeah, so for me, Godfather really intimidates me. It's something that I want to watch during a holiday yeah. period. But I would, um, I would watch like one movie at a time. Don't watch all three of them immediately. You know what I'm like, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, it's, yeah. Go on. The reason why it's not on the list because, you know, although the first two were like really good, they're really incredible, actually. Um, they're some of the best movies ever made. The third ones were like really bad. Like the third one just ruins the trilogy for me. Oh, really? Like, Outright the... right, ruins the trilogy? Yeah. Like if the first two movies are like, let's say, five stars, four and a half stars, um, the last one is like a one star. Hmm. So like... What? So... It it's so like that one's a trilogy for me. Like you could argue, the Rush Hour trilogy is better than oh, no. the trilogy because the three movies are more consistent. I don't know. Okay, that's that's my reason why. So okay. don't Listen. don't ask us about why the Godfather's not on here. The first two are really good. The third one's trash. Do I need to watch the third one to have any sense of what's does it conclude in the? No, first? it's. Can I just watch one or two and leave at that? No, you can probably just watch the first two. Okay, thank God. Because I'm, I'm like you. If I get to the third movie of a trilogy and it's damn right awful, then I'm pissed. Because okay. I hate investing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to plug in one of our future podcasts, Overrated Actors. I think okay. Al Pacino's overrated. Okay. Yeah. We'll, talk, we'll talk about it in a uh, yeah. future podcast. Uh, shall I do one on my list or do you want to do another one? Um, you can do it. Okay. That's all mine. Okay, so I've done all those. Okay, I'm going to do... Why are we avoiding the subject, fam? You know what you're going to say. Uh, you know what trilogy you're going to put at number one. Why are we why I'm going to save this? that. I'm going to save that. I'm going to save avoid- that. I'm going to save that. I want to talk about Die Hard. Okay. I love those movies, man. I love the. And okay. this is the thing. I think, I think the second one's a little weak. The second one is the weakest. The one with the airport? Absolutely, yeah. Completely yeah. agree. I think that's the weakest. But this is where it's always up for debate. Which one's your favorite? And my favorite, personally, is the one with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, I think Die Hard with a Vengeance. Vengeance. It's, it's underrated. Yeah, you, you, you should have put that on your underrated movies list. Yeah, that's an under, we're going to do an underrated movie part two anyway, so we'll, we'll probably do one. Um, Die Hard with a Vengeance, the one with Samuel L. Jackson, gets overlooked so many times just because yeah. of the whole hype with Die Hard, it being a Christmas movie, uh, it being so many good... Um, 
lines from that movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's setting, it's scene. But Die Hard with Avengers, the one with Samuel Jackson, I love that man. It just felt it felt tense. It felt like because I've obviously been to New York and I know these uh, these scenes and settings. And it just felt like I was on a ride around New York with these two, mm-hmm. and it was just great, man. Yeah, it was like a wild goose chase. It was like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, it was, and it was like what I loved about them also was the those um the the quizzes they had to do when to to deactivate a bomb so the one at the mm-hmm. at the the water fountain was pretty cool uh the one at the telephone booth yeah all those like small things really make this movie like stand out for me especially the opening scene where bruce willis is just standing you know they actually had to edit that so really? you know how yeah so uh, i believe on a new the newer versions of die hard now uh, with vengeance you know how like uh, I'm, I'm obviously not gonna say it on on air but you know what bruce willis had on his uh little uh sign he he said he ha- he hates to say black people right <laughs> so in the in the new ones it's all edited out now for just kind of day and age so it just goes to show how sensitive people oh, are uh i didn't know that yeah so um that particular opening scene was was awesome uh, and i think this was it, personally i think this was bruce willis at the top of his game uh, these movies, I think. Oh, Pulp Fiction. I was about to say Pulp Fiction also, but uh, he was able to do this consistently for three movies, let's say. Yeah. Uh, forgetting Die Hard Four, uh, that was. Uh, I like uh, Die Hard. I, I think Die Hard Four is good. That's Die the Hard, one. I didn't see Die Hard Five. Which one's the Die one? Die Hard his... Man was good in. Death Stranding reference which one's the one with his son uh, Car- uh, Car- uh courtney I, that's I, five i think yeah that guy is shit he's a shit yeah, why is he he's in terminator genesis too he is shit he he's has no Suicide squad he has why no sh- he's getting cast in movies he's awful he's awful man he's What's one of the same jai courtney yeah i, I got him uh yeah jai courtney i'm trying to make him famous hollywood mate he is awful which which terminator movie was he in again the genesis genesis yeah 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 uh, he is awful, man. He's like a shit actor. We, I can't wait to do a podcast about shit actors. He's on there, man, hundred yeah, percent. He plays, he plays Captain Boomerang, and he's Suicide shit. Squad. Like, su- yeah, fair enough. Suicide Squad is not saying much uh, about that movie, but still, Will Smith was able to put in a performance in, in that movie. Even even uh, Ben Affleck, who was in that movie for like two minutes, was able to put in a performance. It just uh, jumps Will Smith for no reason. <laughs> yeah, daughter. Like, yeah. Can't pick a better time. He's oh, like well, he's like he's like the cop from um the the outsider like picking the worst time to arrest someone. No, but but listen, he he even explained why he he jumped him at that particular time. He said if with his daughter, he's not gonna do anything. So that was the only that's, time he was. That's a scum move, Batman. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, yeah. So <laughs> I've lost my trail of thought now. Are we talking about Courtney? We're we talking about Die Hard. Yeah. Anyways. Die Hard. Die Hard. Uh, the one with Courtney, uh, Die Hard 5 was shit. Die Hard 4 was okay. It had that guy. I like that actor. What's his name? He was in, he was in the Transformers movie. He actually played Hitman. Oh, um, Timothy Olyphant. Yep, I like him. Yeah, he's good. He's good uh, in um, Once Upon a Time. Yep. And uh, I need to watch that movie again, man. It's in my basket. I really want to love it. Uh, Once Upon a Time. But anyways, Die Hard, the one with Samuel L. Jackson. I just loved it, man. Samuel L. Jackson in that movie as well. Do you want it? Do you want to be bold and say Die Hard with a Vengeance is better than Die Hard? Die Hard with a Vengeance? Yeah, I'm going to be bold and say it. You know me. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards it, Die Hard with a Vengeance too. It is. Die Hard with a Vengeance. This, this is a pro Die Hard with a Vengeance podcast. Yeah, this is 
Die Hard with a Vengeance is, I'm going to put this on a poll as well on uh, Instagram. I want to see what people think. I think um, I think Die Hard's overplayed, honestly. Like, I'm I think I I, per- I personally think it is. If it's I never great. see Die Hard again, I, I'll be happy. <laughs> it's great. I love I loved it. I love the cast. Hans Gruber is an like, iconic character. Oh, incredible. Uh, R.I.P. to him. Uh, yeah, Die Hard with a Vengeance. We're not gonna say it now. I'm gonna put this on record. I believe, and I think Mio believes, that Die Hard with a Vengeance is a better movie than Die Hard. I I personally yeah. think that. I think Die Hard What's... Two is the weakest of the of the three. They recreated a scene in Incredibles. Remember when Samuel Jackson's yep, like, yep. I have to pick up this phone. Yep. I love that scene. It was, I actually yeah. didn't realize that until I saw it on the... Yeah, I saw Incredibles first. Yeah, I, I didn't realize until I saw it on the internet one day. And I was like, oh, wow. Um, I'm going to go back and watch Die Hard with, uh, with Avengers. I never really, when that pops up on TV, it's always on. I always put it on. I never skip it. I love it. It's the strongest of, of the three. Uh, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love Die Hard. But I think it's overplayed. I think I wouldn't say it's like extremely overrated. But if you want to look at the two, like I love how that whole movie took place in the building in the skyscraper. I love that. I love when movies are able to uh, have the whole setting in one particular uh, place. Mm-hmm. That's a sign of a really strong movie. It's because because the narrative is what drives you. Is what's happening is the character development. Is the uh, is the feeling of uh, uh, being tense anxiety anxious throughout the whole movie i love that but i love the whole goose chase in with a vengeance and uh, bruce bruce willis and samuel jackson on screen was just incredible man yeah good chemistry yeah absolutely love love the chemistry between the two you want to do another um who would you recast as those two <laughs> uh okay i'll do another one uh oh this is gonna be hard let's do it's hard man who, who would you recast oh i know wait uh, I was gonna say Chris Evans. Chris Evans, okay. I like yeah. Chris Evans. I like Chris Evans. Chris Evans, and who else was I? Was a black character. Okay, I'll, 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 I'm gonna go Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> we can't cast Michael B. Jordan for everything. We casted Michael B. Jordan in our Kobe movie. Who's the only black person I know? R.I.P. Kobe, man. Oh, devastating news. R.I.P. Kobe, man. Dev- absolutely. How's that? Yeah. Oh man, I don't want to talk about it. it just sent me off right now. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Michael B. Jordan. I sh- he, I think we both think he should do the. Kobe. Wait, no, 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 let's do Idris Elba. Ah, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Idris Elba and Chris Evans in a rebooted Die Hard. Hmm, mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty decent. Uh, Idris Elba is pretty cool. Yeah, I love him. Okay, that's that, that's a good shout. Um, how many more have you got? No, oh, I'm done. Are you done? Okay, I'm going to talk about. I've got three more to talk about, actually. Okay, let's just run through them. Let's just run through them. Uh, Mission Impossible. Which which three? (laughs) One, two, and three, or four, five, and six? Four, five, and six are pretty decent, you know. I'm not going to lie. I would say four, five, and six. I haven't seen six. uh, Oh, man, you need to watch that. The one with Henry Cavill? I love it. But anyways, I'm going to go with the original three. One, two, and three. You know four, five, and six are better. I want to go with the original three. Uh, I think the two is the weakest one just because... Uh, well, you just said the four, there is no weakest one in four, five, and six. Uh, two, but you know what? I don't get peer pressured on my own show, so I'm sticking with one. Was the third one really good, though? J.J. Abrams made that. I loved it. I loved the first okay. one. I think two is the weakest one when they all side having masks on. And it was just becoming like... It was ridiculous. It was just like all over the place. Uh, but that was just like the last one on like on an honorable mention. Quickly blast through... I'll probably talk about this more. 
Tom Cruise hangs on the side of an airplane in five. What are you talking about? Uh, another honorable mention, uh, Mission Impossible 4, 5, and 6, just to keep okay. Neo happy. <laughs> okay. uh, Doesn't he fly a helicopter in 6? He does everything. Jeez. He broke his um, ankle in 6. Yeah, he like jumped off a building or something. Yep. Uh, he jumped off a building. Uh, this was actually filmed in London. So he jumped from one, the gap between the two buildings, crushed his ankle against the wall. That's uh, a funny scene though when he's running and he's like, "What are you waiting for?" He's like, "I'm jumping out of building." I'm jumping out of building, um, and when when he's actually directing him, uh, because he had the map in the wrong position, he was looking a different uh, direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds uh, me of the map in um, Fallen Order. But yeah, I haven't played that game yet. Um, and yeah, so Die Hard, uh, sorry, Mission Impossible Four, Five, and Six, Mission Impossible Fallout, the one with Henry Cavill. I love that man. Mm-hmm. That was, Henry Cavill was good at that movie, man. He had this, as everyone calls them, and as he is now known for those reloading hands, those were pretty cool. The the, the reloading hands, yeah, pretty iconic. Yeah, uh, the scene in the in the bathroom where he's fighting, that's pretty cool. Um, but you haven't seen it, I know, so I don't yeah. really want to spoil it. But I've mentioned this to you numerous amount of times. There was a particular scene in Fallout Six. You where, didn't say it. I don't really care. Okay, the particular scene in Fallout Six when no, nah, I don't really want to ruin it for you though. No, nah, he's doing it. You sure? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was a particular scene where he's trying to obviously kill off uh, um, what, um, Tom Cruise. And he's like, why won't you just die? And that facial expression, that kind of the, the mouth movement with the mustache, is the same exact facial uh, uh, expression in Justice League. When, <laughs> when, he, when he first sees Batman after he comes back alive, he goes, you won't let me live. You won't let me die. And obviously he had this CGI on them. So you can actually tell the uh, the two scenes were I think they've done something uh, between the two. Uh, obviously, he had the mustache and they had the CGI, and that was like a well-known article at the time. But when you see those two scenes, it reminds you of the exact same scene from uh, from Justice. That wasn't a spoiler. Uh, yeah, I thought I was about to spoil it because I thought I was about to talk about something uh, that happened. But anyways, uh, yeah. So Mission Impossible four, uh, one, two, and three as the first trilogy, and then just to keep me happy, four, five, and six. Uh, Two more I want to talk about, quickly blast through these. The Matrix trilogy. Do okay. you think I was going to go a whole podcast talk about trilogies without the Matrix trilogy? So these... I have the first two, but I think Revolutions is pretty bad. Which one's the weakest? Revolutions or the Reloaded? One. Yeah, okay. the Revolutions. Uh, I think the one with the, the rave, I think that's probably the weakest. The one, yeah. All of them had raves. The rave in, uh, in two. The one in oh, Zion, yeah. yeah, that was just like, well, I had no idea what I was watching. I loved three because of um, certain scenes. The the highway scene was incredible. You know, they actually oh, that's to... that's in two. Oh, is that in two? Oh, yeah, my bad. Uh, so the, the highway ones when he when he fights like a million Smiths and it turns into a Dragon Ball Z fight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Um, that highway scene is incredible because they actually built a purpose um, highway. Uh, with cars on there and all that kind of stuff. That was pretty sick. Uh, and I can't remember how many, I think it, uh, from what I was watching or reading behind the scenes, it took them nine months to to film that particular that particular scene. That was pretty awesome. Oh, wow. Uh, but The Matrix itself, the first one, man, oh, it's one of those movies. It's like... Matrix that, is a classic. Yeah, certain movies come along and do something different for that particular genre. I think uh, it's like Star Wars. It's like The Lord of the Rings. I would say it's like um, Blade Runner. It's those movies that come along and change cinema forever. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, it's like, after that, 
so many movies try to be like, you know, like the matrix and all that. And don't forget it's what spawned the whole um, bullet time effect. Yeah, like, definitely. We saw that in uh, the Max Payne games afterwards. We saw that in the various games. Um, absolutely incredible. Uh, but it's, I think the true downfall of this movie was, was its storytelling. Uh, if you, It got too complicated. It, it did. It really did. It was like, I don't think the Wachowski brothers at that time uh, knew what they were wanted to do. I don't think they had like a, a clue where the was the story was uh, was going. Mm-hmm. Um, but what makes the whole Matrix really special for me is, and this is obviously doing more than just watching the Matrix was the Animatrix series. Yeah, those I can't remember the exact those name. Are good. Yeah, there's two particular episodes when they actually the show you second round answers. Yeah, fire. yeah, yeah. Those two. It shows you how they get to the. Uh, to the point of the uh, the Matrix, and I love that. That was absolutely incredible to watch. Uh, highly recommend anybody to watch that. It's just, you can find it on YouTube. It gives you the true story of the Matrix. Uh, I'm actually excited for the Matrix uh, Four because because uh, uh, boy Yaya is in it. Our boy Yaya is is, is in it. Uh, Keanu Reeves is back. Um, who else is in it? I think there was another uh, big casting. Lawrence Fishburne. He's in it. I think he's not in it though. The one that played uh, Anderson. Um, oh. What well, come his Mr. Smith? You mean Agent Smith? Yeah, he's he's not Go back. even. Yep, he's not back in it. He's been confirmed out of there. Actually, he's not he's not back in it. Um, but it's just I'm just interested to see how this story is going to uh, spawn off, uh, and maybe another um, trilogy. But yeah, man, it's an incredible trilogy. It's one of the best, I would say. Uh, obviously, it's the Matrix is is the absolute standout like the for me the matrix it has to be in it it's it's in my top 10 movies of all time top 15 top 20 easily um an incredible movie uh and finally i just want to talk about did you think i was gonna go a whole i said this about the matrix but truly mm-hmm. you know what's coming next dark knight the dark knight fucking trilogy is the best trilogy ever i don't care what anybody says yes yeah. uh, for me it's the it's the good uh, like i give you know I'm a Nolan stan, like absolutely. I watch anything of his. Uh, every single movie he's made is a ten out of ten movie for me. Not joking, but um, the Dark Knight trilogy, man, absolutely incredible. Like, I think the Dark Knight trilogy took comic book movies and made them more respectable. Do you think it ruined comic book movies for a while? Yes, because everyone tried to be dark, gritty. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and everybody compared. Every single movie that came out afterwards, which was a comic-based movie, to Dark Knight, mm-hmm. like you hear it, you even hear it. It's the same as video games. When there's a hard video games, they go, "Oh, it's uh, Dark Souls." Like we had that with movies, comic book movies afterwards. Ah, oh, but it's no Dark Knight. Like the Dark Knight was up there all the time. Every every single comic book dis- uh, discussion that was being uh, being had, the Dark Knight name, the trilogy, Batman Begins. Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight was always thrown into the mix. Um, it's an incredible trilogy. I don't think we're ever going to see anything like this again. People have tried to compare the Dark Knight trilogy with the Captain America trilogy. Please don't do it to yourself. Don't be stupid. Uh, like these two trilogies are just worlds apart, in, in my opinion. And um, like, as I said, Nolan took a genre which people looked down upon, people thought really really bad about like people thought our oh, people who were going to go to watch a comic book movie were like fat virgin nerds sitting in their mother's basement but whoa 
Uh, well, that, that's what that's what people thought. Like, okay, yeah, uh, it's not me saying it, and uh, but it really grounded comic book movies. I don't think we're ever going to see it because I don't think studios are going to give the directors the time to put in for a movie like this. Like, if you look at Batman Begins, it came out in 05, and then what? Three years later, The Dark Knight came out, and then five years later, The Dark Knight Rises came out. So, the studio gave Christopher Nolan so much time and money to develop his own incredible trilogy it's argued that the dark knight rises is the weakest out of the lot um like that's always up for discussion between that or batman begins but i have to agree i think the dark knight rises has to be the weakest out of the lot just because of what batman begins did as an origin story grounded batman made batman like like he made it realistic man i could i could, I could believe that anybody could put on uh, the cape and become batman mm-hmm. but, um, the dark knight the Joker, just an absolutely incredible film. My favorite film of all time. Absolutely incredible performance. Uh, I'm not down with arguments that with people saying, oh, that the movie, the only reason that movie is great is because of Heath Ledger. Well, that's the whole point of movies like that. Like if you take out a main, main actor. And the funny thing is, before that, a lot of people wasn't really up for Heath Ledger being the Joker. Yeah, like he, yeah, he, yeah. yeah, you remember all that. Like for me, I, I didn't really care. Uh-huh. He came off um, The Knight's Tale, which I thought is an underrated movie. Uh, great movie. Brokeback Mountain as well. I haven't seen that movie. Um, not my sort of thing. Uh, and yeah, so he wasn't like really a, no- a well-known actor. But Christopher Nolan has this sort of thing where he brings in actors and makes them the center of attention for that particular movie. And we've seen that. Like he had, what's his name? Uh, Harry Styles in Dunkirk. Yeah. He was good. He's, he's okay. Yeah, but he, like when you first think of Harry Styles, you're like, what? Um, so for him to achieve that, mate, it was just inc- incredible. The soundtrack, iconic. Uh, it, like I know the script off by heart for like the Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, man. It was just like, I'm, so, I'm just such a nerd. And it's like, when I listen to the soundtrack, I know which soundtrack uh, represents which scene in the movie. Uh, I absolutely love this movie. And it's just like one of my favorite, if not my favorite trilogy of all time. But uh, yeah, The Dark Knight is on my list. Let's round this up then, Mio. Oh, I was going to have one oh. argument against Okay, go on, Mio. Go okay. on, um, so I, I wouldn't say this is a big nitpick. Yep. This is a small nitpick, is that, you know, I like my trilogies, like, all consistent. I like them all, like, about the same. But do you think the being too good kind of hurts the trilogy? Because, you know, like, the first, like, Batman Begins and Dark Knight. I mean, Dark Knight Returns are like really good movies. Yep. The Dark Knight is like all time great. Yep. So I feel like, you know, it hurts the consistency there. But you can say that for like a lot of movies, to, a lot of trilogies, to be honest with you. Like you had that with Spider Man where they just got better. Yeah, that's but, why it's, yeah. it's not highly ranked. Yeah. But the thing is, like in my books, I don't really look down at The Dark Knight Rises as much as people really do. I think mm-hmm. it's still great. It's just unfortunate that The Dark Knight came before it. Like, it's, I don't know, man. It's just like, it's one of those things. Where... It's like, it's like, then like one of them turns out to be like a professional athlete. Yeah. Like the thing you is, you love them all the same, but yeah. you know, the you thing know is, which one you really like. Let's put it this way. Like with The Dark Knight, if Heath Ledger didn't die, like the third one, there would have been so much pressure on the third one. Too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's one of those ones where it's just like it's always going to be up for debate. Um, people are always going to compare certain movies to it. And 
I actually Batman Begins is the weakest one, honestly. You really think so? Yeah, I, I like Dark Knight Returns. I, I, I like I like I like really shit on that the other day, but other podcasts, but I like Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, Rises. Yeah. Did I say returns? You did returns. Uh, Well, the thing is, with Batman Begins, it's just such a great origin story. I think that's what, like, the the casting choice in that in particular, um, that lady, um, I'm happy I couldn't stand her. Um, Oh, um, Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Yeah, that's her name. (laughs) That's what I know her as. Um, What's her name? Kate something. Kate, uh, oh, shit. Katie Moy? I, I can't remember, man. That, that, this is your job. This is why you're on the podcast. Uh, you're the one with all the names. She but hasn't, uh, She hasn't been in a movie since. IMDB, how, why I talk about this. Um, but yeah. But, her sister replaced her. I did, I, I did not know that was Jake Gyllenhaal's sister. She looks just like him. Until the other day. She looks just like him. No, man. Let me, just, let me search this. Quickly. And her name is Maggie Gyllenhaal. Let me search this quickly. I did not know this. until I, mem- I mentioned this to you the other day. The Dark Knight. Oh my god, I, I could not believe it. Let me double check. One Katie second. Holmes, that's it. Yep, um, okay. Close. Let me see. Oh, shit. yeah, Maggie. Oh, she does look like him. Nah, yeah. okay, okay, I'll, I'll let that one slide. But I actually did not know that was his sister. But, anyways, incredible. As I said, for everything it's done for comic book movies, now when you go to a cinema to watch, everyone loves comic book movies. Like. The, the mainstream audience wants comic book movies. Like, and when you go to watch one, like for example, uh, let's say the whole Infinity Saga, when you first go, when I first went to watch uh, Iron Man, in comparison to when I went to watch uh, uh, Infinity War and Endgame, the audience was completely different mm-hmm. from various backgrounds, various jobs, various stature in life. Uh, it, then I, I, I want to go as far as saying as Nolan revolutionized comic book movies in, to a point where they were accepted acceptable to a wide range of audience and they weren't looked down upon so like it's now the norm where people could walk into a comic store and come out and people were bat an eyelid at them you have different various type of people um, at comic stores now at comic based movie and that's what i believe known and did at warner brothers so but from that with with like shit movies have derived from from that point of being dark like if you look at the what wonder brothers have tried to do recently it just hasn't worked unfortunately nope. and yeah and i blame the dark knight <laughs> unfortunately it's it's true it's like you can't hide around the fact that everyone's tried to go down this dark route but it worked at that period, period of time for various reasons and one of the reasons because it had an actual story behind it it actually had a a great narrative a great timeline and a rise of a, let's say, a hero. And we didn't see that in, let's say, Justice League or any movie afterwards. It's just like one of the brothers has just tried to pump out a, a universe and it just hasn't worked. And uh, the, I was reading the other day, and this was from a Christine Bell interview. One of the brothers actually, um, one approached him and Nolan for uh, a fourth mm-hmm. um, um, movie in their, in their universe. And Nolan and him also, I think they, it was, I think the conversation went along the lines where Bale said to him, let's, let's get out while we're ahead. Let's not, you know, linger around for too long because people will start to think. And, and that's the right choice. And then for Batman v Superman, uh, they um, approached the Christian Bale to, to star in Bat- as Batman. And he said, first of all, he said that he didn't want to uh, do the work that 
known and put in on like um, a disservice and two it would have been so confusing between the two movies like the dark knight and then the yeah. movie superman and he also mentioned that he's never seen a a, a batman movie since and he hasn't seen the dark knight rises actually he's oh never, wow he's never because don't forget it had that shootout remember in the cinema yeah on launch night so he said that he felt bad and he, he couldn't watch watch that movie so he's never seen that movie um but yeah that's uh all the trilogies that spring to mind that i've really wanted to talk about some really great ones in here um i want you to go ahead and list your one first because uh, there's a slight adjustment okay. to my one so number five for me I, oh sorry I sorry, like... sorry 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 there's one i missed that i really want to talk about can i quickly talk okay. about it? yeah um back to the future oh yeah that's a good one that I feel so ashamed that I've only watched that recently, like in the last <laughs> five months. I cannot believe I've Classic left it for movies. an absolute, like I've only watched it like the one time and I absolutely loved it. I remember watching Back to the Future 1 and loved it so much. Like in the same night, I just watched number two. It was on Netflix. Number three, I couldn't find, so I bought the box set. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so ashamed that I've left it for this long. It's an absolute classic. Um, I think the number one is the best. I think number yeah. two, uh, so straight afterwards. And I think they get weaker and weaker as they go along. I think the one in the yeah, I think I think the, the argument against against them is they try to make the same movie three times. Yeah, yeah. Like it's but if it's not broken, the same tropes, fix it. the same plot. Yeah, yeah, but I don't I don't want the same movie three times in three different settings though. Yeah, if it's like not Back broken. to the Future three is just Back to the Future one mm. in like a western. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to put it out there. That was on, on, on my list also. But yeah, go ahead. Hit, hit us up with your top five and any okay. honorable um, mentions. Number five, made a last minute change. I might put the Rush Hour trilogy on it. I love okay. the Rush Hour trilogy. Yep. Honestly. Number four, I'm going to do the Toy Story trilogy. Okay. Number three, Dark Knight trilogy. Number two, Star Wars. Number one, Lord of the Rings. Okay. Uh, also, last minute adjustments for me. Uh, I'm going to go number five with do, 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 where is it gone number five is going to be uh back to the future trilogy mm-hmm. loved loved it so much i can't remember i can't believe i've forgotten to put this on on my list uh number four is going to be uh terminator uh okay. number three is going to be the matrix number two is going to be lord of the rings and number one is going to be the dark knight good plus good plus. and uh honorable mentions just just as a side note we're just spider-man hannibal Lecter trilogy the original Star Wars, so four, five, and six, Die Hard, and Mission Impossible one, two, and three, and then obviously four, five, and six, and then finally Beverly Hills Cops. Those were kind of just my honorable mentions. Uh, that's it, then, Mio. Yeah, we've, we've done trilogies. Uh, did you want to mention your quick honorable mentions or? Oh yeah, um, honorable mentions were you know, I kind of forgot the Mummy trilogy. Mummy, yep. Um, Godfather. So I don't upset too many people. <laughs> um, that's about it. Okay, fair enough. John Wick. John Wick. Oh uh, yeah, John Wick. Ah oh, shit, John Wick's on my honorable mention as well. To be honest, uh, that, that's up there. Definitely. Even though I don't consider it a trilogy, but it's a trilogy for now. For now, uh, as uh, as of recording this podcast, it's a, a trilogy. Um, let's not waffle too long on this podcast. This is a waffle-free zone, Mia. This uh, was. I think we went pretty waffle-free. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Pretty, pretty waffle free zone for today. 
let's just end it. Let's shut down right there. What did you make of our list? And what's your top five trilogies? Let us know by dropping us a DM on the Instagram page. So just be, uh, be on the lookout. I'll probably do a poll over the next few days once the, uh, this podcast drops. Um, just to see your thoughts. And then other than that, that's it for today. Thanks for joining us this week for episode 18 of the Multiverse Podcast. If you'd like to see more Multiverse content, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Multiverse. Links will be in the description. Also be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss an episode. If you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on, on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Once again, thank you for your time and we hope to catch you on our next episode.